Welcome to Roshana's podcast presented to you by Swiss Alternative Medicine. Roshana was thinking about what her friend had said, taking care of oneself. At the same time, she was cooking. Her mother was supposed to stay with them from tonight, and for the first day she wanted to make the food they used to eat together during her childhood. When they were children, this food was everyone's favorite, perhaps because her mother cooked it happily. She sang while cooking it, and while eating, she talked about old memories, about how this Uzbek dish found its way to their home after her father's strange guest. She felt like laughing, remembering old memories, and then remembered the song her mother sang. Surprisingly, she remembered it completely, like it was carved in her memory. Why didn't her mother sing the song anymore? Why didn't she sing at all? She had to tell her tonight to sing. Singing is the best remedy. She was surely deep in these thoughts as she cut her finger while chopping carrots. First, she put her finger in her mouth, as she used to when she was a child, and then she kept it on the water. As the water was flowing on her hand, she noticed something. Her hands. There was a time when her hands were so important to her. Their shape, form, cleanliness, and tidiness. She always did her nails, manicured them, used fragrant lotions and liked the blue veins on her hands. When was the last time she had noticed her hands? She felt her hands were telling her where they have been all this time. The days she quickly put the groceries in their place, washed the dishes, quickly smoothed her clothes to make sure they were tidy and straight, hurriedly moved on the phone and laptop screen. Mom? She jumped with her child's voice. Without thinking, she shouted, What? The boy looked at her amazed and said, Why are you shouting? I wanted to see if you can reach the ceiling and tie this rope at the corner. Roshana was standing at the door to her son's room and looking inside, surprised. Sparkling lights, the sharp sound of electric guitar, and a painting in black right on the wall she had recently painted white. She heard her son. I want a rope connected to the ceiling to hang this skull from. The sound of electric guitar was still ringing in her ears. It was like the skull was laughing at her with those horrible teeth. Roshana looked at her son with surprise. The boy didn't allow her to talk. My room, my way. I make it as I wish. Roshana put the stool in the middle of the room and went up. While she was looking for a hook in the ceiling, other images came to her. I have to talk to the boy. At the right time. I have to discover his language and his world. Before his dad comes home, he would definitely get upset when he sees this decoration, but I will tell him he is a teenager. You shouldn't argue with him. We have to understand him. But he is not in a good mood as well. 
hasn't found a job yet, gets angry quickly these days. For sure he will tell something to the boy and upset him. I will tell him not to be upset and that your father is having bad days. But you know how much he loves you. Then my mother would definitely come to the middle of the room and say she's not okay with the sharp sound of the electric guitar. If she says this, the boy will go to his room and slam the door and this rudeness would make his father angry. Roshana thought. She noticed her hands, the hands trying to fix the rope in the hook. They were trying really hard and her mind was somewhere else. Her eyes didn't see her hands and were only fixed on the rope and her mind was busy making other interesting images, picturing what would happen and trying to find solutions. Where was Roshana in those images? Calming down the house? Inside the ropes, which didn't fit the hook? Inside the hands, scratched on the hook? For a second, she thought she was a thousand pieces, a thousand scattered parts at different times, which she was holding together with difficulty. Her hands were tired. Her mind was tired. The voice came from behind. Roshana, where are you going? The rope dropped. She heard the boy. What sort of a mom are you? She was not even a mom. Roshana didn't want to fall asleep. Now she knew where the voice was coming from. In the evening, after she decorated her son's room to his taste, with the voice of electric guitar until nighttime, things went on like she had predicted. Everyone shouted at each other and went to their rooms and slammed the doors. Roshana tried to say something and calm everybody before they went to their rooms, but in the end was left alone. A little later, her mom came out of the room, looked at her kindly and said, Could you call my daughter? I can't remember her number. Roshana looked at her mother, speechless for some seconds. It was like her brain had suddenly stopped and couldn't process what she heard. Then she calmly said, Mom, it's me, Roshana, your daughter. Her mom, like waking up from a long sleep, said, Yes, yes, you're here. Roshana hugged her mom, took her to her room, gave her the drugs and quietly put her to sleep. Then she went in the bathroom and quietly cried. She didn't know what pained her more, what bothered her more. She just knew why she had gone to the bathroom to cry quietly. She didn't want anyone to know she was crying. She asked herself why. Was crying a sign of weakness for her? 
Why couldn't she be weak sometimes? Was she a superhero in actuality? Maybe it was that special feeling that she felt like the strong pillar of the family, that if she broke, nothing would be in its place. Was it really the case? Roshana stood in front of the mirror and looked at herself, carefully. She saw wrinkles around her eyes she hadn't seen before. She saw her hair which she had long forgotten to notice its curls and waves. Her lips, which still had a natural smile. Roshana noticed that this face was new to her. There were things from the past and new things she hadn't seen at all. She went a bit back and looked at herself again. Her back had hunched a bit. She held her head up and stood straight, very straight, and saw that her eyes were telling her, Roshana, where are you going? Roshana liked that voice. It was familiar and intimate. The voice was telling her that she was like a tree. Roshana went to her room, quietly crawled into bed, and didn't want to sleep. She was afraid that if she slept, the familiar voice would be lost. When she woke up in the morning, Roshana didn't open her eyes. She wanted to know if she would hear that voice again. It was coming, a very loud voice telling, Roshana, Roshana. Roshana got happy at first. She thought the voice saying, Roshana, where are you going, has stayed and become more clear. But she noticed a bit later that this voice was coming from out of her room, a worrying voice. She hurried out of the bed and went out. It was her mother's voice, like a whisper. Roshana, Roshana, where are you? She saw her husband standing by the table. She's been saying this since this morning. I went to her room a number of times and told her you were sleeping, but I don't think she understood. It seems she's in another world. Roshana wanted to go to the room, but waited when she heard her husband. Roshana. His eyes were tired and sad. I think your mom's Alzheimer's is serious and getting worse. Many images were circling in Roshana's head. Many sentences to tell. Many ways to go. Procedures. Cures. New doctors. Not surrendering. Her husband continued, you should think about us as well. Roshana was trying to collect her thoughts. She tried to understand who exactly the we is. What is it? She tried to find a place of I among all these we's. Her mom's voice was coming from the room again. Roshana, Roshana, where are you? Her husband said the last sentence. Accept that you can do nothing. Roshana went towards the room. You can do nothing. She took the doorknob and opened the door. Mother was sitting on the bed. She looked at her. They looked each other in the eye. Her mother said, Where is Roshana? Where is my daughter? She took her mother's hands in hers. She banished all images, voices, plans from her head. Looked at her hands. Their hands. Her mother was staring at far away. Roshana whispered, A voice says, her mother paused, then said loudly, Get going, get going. 
her mother sang. Another voice says, stay, stay. Roshana helped her mom get up. They moved their hands together. Mom sang, my car can't take it, can't take it, can't take it. The hands were moving. Roshana and her mother were turning around in the middle of the room, holding hands. What can I do without you? Roshana and her mom were dancing. Mom was laughing. Mother's eyes were on somewhere far but near. The house was filled with their voice. Thinking of love, the world is too small, my beauty. Thinking of love, the world is too small. Roshana whispered, Yedelamige. Her mother paused, then said loudly, Beram, Beram. Her mother sang, Yedelamige, Naram, Naram. Roshana helped her mom up. They moved their hands together. Mom sang, Taqat nadare delam, delam. The hands were moving. Roshana and her mother were turning around in the middle of the room, holding hands. Bito chekonam. Roshana and her mom were dancing. Mom was laughing. Mother's eyes were on somewhere far but near. The house was filled with their voice. پیش عشق ای زیبا زیبا خیلی کوچیکه دنیا دنیا پیش عشق ای زیبا زیبا خیلی کوچیکه دنیا دنیا با یاد تو هم هر جا هر جا درکت نکنم For compiling and holding this podcast, Swiss Alternative Medicine Group in Geneva is extremely grateful to all friends who are always willing to support, especially Roshanak Shahran, Sam's Regional Supervisor for Marketing Development and responsible for creation of Roshanak's project, Dr. Nassim Shangarfan, co-founder of Our Culture House, Sam's partners and sponsor for translating the text in English and narrating, and our musician, Nazli Bakhshayesh. All our appreciation goes to the beautiful work of Giti Safarzadeh, Roshana's author, and Behnam Omran, the composer of our podcast music.